can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans, we are back to another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacido, and the Celtics come out with a 104-92 win against the New Orleans Pelicans. And this truly was a tale of two halves, as the Celtics fell behind by 18 points in the first half and blew the doors off of the Pelicans in the second. Uh, So we're going to dive into today's podcast, same as usual, run through player of the game, run through some of the highs, some of the lows. Uh, And to get things started off here, I want to give player of the game to Jason Tatum. And this could have gone one of three ways. It could have gone JB, could have gone Dennis Schroeder, uh, but Jason Tatum came alive in the third and fourth quarter and just absolutely took over this game. Uh, And you look at the stat sheet tonight, 27 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal, 9 of 18 from the field, so much better shooting, 9 of 11 from the free throw line. And the entire first half of today's game, we fell into the same traps that we've been falling into all season long. We've really just shot too many threes, weren't attacking, we got caught up in pick and roll, we were turning the ball over a lot. And that's what led to us getting into that 18-point deficit. Coming into the third, everything flipped on its head. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown specifically, both of those guys really did a good job of attacking the paint. And you see that in Jason Tatum's free throw numbers. He got downhill. He got to the free throw line. They stopped chucking up three after three after three. And they started taking it to the rack. And this is where the Celtics are at their best. Uh, You saw tonight their assist numbers not quite there, only at 22. But that's because the shooting still wasn't good for the majority of today's game. Uh, But Jason Tatum, I thought, played really well throughout the entire second half. Uh, And that's really, in my opinion, where this game was won. You know, the other guy, his running mate, Jalen Brown... This is another good game for him. 23 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists. Should have had a couple more assists. Uh, they just like drove to the lane, found guys. Al Horford missed a wide open 3. There were a couple just bad misses uh, that he didn't get credit for. Same thing with Tatum, actually. Tatum found Ennis Freedom wide open for a dunk. And Ennis just missed which was just embarrassing. It was either end of third or sometime in the fourth quarter uh, that that happened. But, yeah, I mean, both of these guys, I thought, played really well. Again, three of seven from three from Jalen. Jason Tatum still struggling from deep this year, 0 of 4 this game. But both of these guys got to the free throw line, uh, which is good to see. Like, we need to see more of that. Uh, and this was a this was a solid performance from both of them. The other guy, really, that stepped up in today's game was Dennis Schroeder. And I know, I keep saying it over and over. I think the Celtics need to trade him. And there's games like these that you're like, Ugh, if only, you know, Dennis Schroeder had the opportunity to come back next year. 
He doesn't, so I'm sticking by my statement. I still think the Celtics should trade him. But this is a really good game. And without Dennis Schroeder, this game is not a win. I really don't think it is. Uh, 23 points for him, 5 rebounds, 9 assists, uh, which was fantastic. Like, there was one point early on in the game where he gave up a layup for a wide-open Grant Williams 3. That Grant did hit, so I'll give him credit on that. Uh, but, you know, I've given him a lot of crap for being, you know, really the selfish player, the other guy that goes ISO, trying to make things happen. And he kind of put a lot of that aside tonight. Like, he really, really worked on trying to find guys. Uh, and the offense flowed, which was something that we haven't seen a lot in Schroeder minutes, uh, which was good. We didn't see him rolling the ball up the floor. They really pushed the uh, pushed the pace a little bit. And a lot of that might have just been due to the fact the Pelicans were running their asses off all game long. Uh, and the Celtics were trying to match it. But this was a good game. You know, all three of those guys really stepped up in a major way today. Uh, which was good because we didn't really get much from our bench. Uh, which we'll dive into. But, you know, no Time Lord today. Time Lord was having a having a child, which is very exciting for him. So in his absence, uh, we saw Grant Williams get the start. And I'll give Grant a lot of credit. I think he played really well, uh, specifically like really well in the first half, which was when we needed someone to step up. Uh, because in the first quarter, he had eight straight points for the Celtics. He had a corner three from Schroeder, a three from JB, and then the transition dunk from Richardson. So eight straight points for the Celtics when they were down by 11 to get them to get them back within striking distance. Clearly, that didn't work out. We didn't end up getting back. Uh, we ended up falling down 18 again after that shortly. Uh, but Grant Williams kept them in this game. Defensively, I think he played really well. Uh, again, Two blocks, really solid, solid blocks. There was one where uh, Graham basically blew past Grant Williams. Uh, actually, no, I'm sorry. Ingram blew past Grant Williams uh, and ended up trying a, a mid-range. And Grant just from behind grabs the ball, stuffs it back, which is a great block. And then Graham tried to take Grant off the dribble. And Grant just stuck right by him the entire time. Did not budge. Graham lifts up. Grant swats it away. Uh, which is just, I mean, defensively, these are the these are the types of performances that you need. And talking about defensively, you know, this is the 10th game this season that the Celtics have held a team under 95 points, which is the third best in the NBA. The Celtics are 8-2 in those 10 games. So this is impressive. Like the Celtics team, a lot of people say that it's all starts on the defensive end. Like you're right. Like this is what the Celtics are doing well, but they need to flip it to the offensive side now at this point and start to figure out this offense. We've seen it. It's obviously been significantly better over the last couple weeks. Uh, the ball's been moving. Guys have been hitting shots, but Again, there's still a serious lack of offensive continuity, offensive efficiency. 
Because defensively, these guys are getting it done. This is another solid performance. You know, you look, 41% from the field, 30% from three. Held them to just 18 free throws, which is solid. Uh, but we also got them to turn the ball over a bunch. 11, point, 11 turnovers for the Pelicans, which is solid. All right, like these guys are, are making the best of it. You know, there's still a couple things that you can nitpick on the defensive end. Like, we gave them a lot of points off of our turnovers, which defensively you can't really put a lot of blame on them. But fast break points, 16 fast break points for the Pelicans. So, like, there clearly is still an area of opportunity on that end. Uh, But, you know, that's going to come up in the, the second half of today's podcast. You know, realistically, this is a good win. It's a bad Pelicans team, and at the end of the day, like, you don't want to fall down 18, but at this point of the season, where before today's game you were 500, every win counts. So coming out of this, regardless of how bad the game was, coming out of it with a win is important. But let's dive into some of the negatives, because there certainly were some. Uh, before we do so, want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. The NFL playoffs are here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is kicking things off with a huge offer. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any wildcard team to win their game. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team is victorious. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have something to play for this wildcard weekend. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TBPN, and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code TBPN this wildcard weekend at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, guys. Time for a new favorite sponsor alert. Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear. And the best part is, all Venture Green's Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CELTICSTAKE15, that's CELTICSTAKE15, for 15% off. You won't regret it. All right, so let's dive into some of the negatives here. That entire first half was bad. Celtics got outscored 29-18. We actually outscored the Pelicans 21-17, but that's after going on a huge run to end the second, bringing the lead down to seven. 
but the Celtics found themselves down 18 early on. And a lot of it, and I touched on it briefly in the first half, but a lot of it came down to turnovers. We had 10 first-half turnovers, which led to a lot of points. Uh, 20 total points off of turnovers tonight in a game where they only scored 92. So that's a huge issue. We let them get out in transition a ton. Talked about that, 16 transition points. Uh, so this is a huge issue for the Celtics. And it's something that the that has plagued them for a large portion of you know the last three years, we'll call it. Right? Fast break points, a lot of it comes, it's all just hustle. It's all hustle points. Right? There were a couple times today in the first half specifically where guys just weren't getting back. Like we'd either miss a shot, Ingram, Graham, whoever it would be, would just sprint up the floor. Guys wouldn't get back and they'd get an easy transition bucket. And that shouldn't happen. That should not happen against a team like the Celtics because they have the young guys. They have the versatile wings that are good defenders. Like all of that is pure effort in my eyes. And that's still an issue that needs to be resolved. Uh, tonight, you look at it like this is a this is a game where the Celtics just could not put together points. In the first half, we found ourselves in a bunch of different holes because the team just wasn't shooting, right? We were down 8-2 to two to start. Uh, I think Tatum was just trying to hunt mismatches. Jalen tried to hunt mismatches. I still remember the play. Jason Tatum got Valanchunas on a mismatch, and the entire offense stopped. Everyone like went over into the left side. Tatum was on the right. Tatum just stepped back three, and that's it. There was no offense. The offense stopped because Tatum had a mismatch. Uh, and this is just not its not good. It's not good. Like The offense needs to keep attacking regardless of mismatches. Uh, but that, I think, killed them a lot in the first quarter. The pick and roll was horrible, which the pick and roll defense, I should say, was horrible. Uh, the whole like Valanchunas being able to shoot really threw the Celtics for a loop. Uh, which kind of surprised me because Al Horford typically is a really good defender in those scenarios. We had a couple circumstances where Ennis Freedom was out there and that certainly didn't help. Valanchunas did hit a pick and pop three with Freedom out there in the first half. Uh, but this is still a situation where there's still a lot of improvements that need to be made. This is a solid defensive team. Like, don't get me wrong, it's a solid defensive team. We're sixth in the NBA in defensive efficiency, but there's still a lot of room for improvement. You know, the Celtics got killed in that early. Down 17-6, we brought the game close, right, off that, you know, Grant Williams 8-0 run, but then the Pelicans go on another 12-2 run to close out the first. And then we were down 29-18 after the first. Shot 36% from the field, 22% from three. That's not good. It's not good. Even like shot shooting numbers at the end of the half, even though the second quarter was solid, uh, still only shooting 37% from the field and 24% from three. Like these are not like acceptable numbers for this team. And a lot of it comes down to the fact that, 
you know, the Celtics just weren't attacking, weren't finding guys. We weren't getting to the rim. We were settling for a lot of threes. And that's an issue. You know, luckily we turned those numbers around. We ended up shooting 47% from the field, 31% from three. Again, 31% from three, still not good. But we started making them at a better clip, at least, which is important. Like we got to the free throw line a bunch in the second half, didn't do it in the didn't do it as much in the first half. But this is the stuff that you need. Like, this is how the Celtics need to play in order to win these games. Uh, so I'm glad that they figured it out. But again, you need to do it consistently. And this team just isn't doing it. Uh, I think, you know, all in all, I said it earlier, this is a win. And at this point in the season, every win counts. But the Celtics need to start figuring out who they are as a team. They need to find their identity. Like the Celtics are lucky enough to be at a point where, you know, they have the seventh easiest strength of schedule moving forward. So hopefully they can take advantage of that, put them in a, a better race. Uh, they do have the ability to move up to the ninth spot in the Eastern Conference pending, you know, a couple games today. I believe it's Washington and the Knicks uh, both play today, which if they lose could put the Celtics in the ninth seed. That's not great to begin with. You don't want to be stuck in the ninth seed playing in the playing game, but it's the start of moving up, right? You look at the, the Celtics and what they've done recently. We've won more than we've lost, which is good to see, right? Like we've played better basketball, but again, the identity needs to be found. The identity for the Celtics team needs to be defense first driving offense that's it that's the ball game they need to go out there hunt guys down defensively and they need to move the ball they need to drive into the lane they need to find open guys and that's it you know i've i do want to mention one thing i've talked about you know double bigs not working well this season and i think today was another example of you know what can happen if you put shooters out on the court you know, Grant started today because Time Lord wasn't there. And again, I'm not going to sit here and say I want Grant to start over Time Lord, but I will say I want Grant to start over Horford because I just think he gives you a little bit more floor spacing. Horford's a great passing big, and that's obviously needed at times. But the offense needs to run through Jason and Jalen, and they need to get downhill. They need to be able to find shooters in the corners. And so far, Grant has been the best at providing that as an option. Uh, so this is just another, it's another area where in a game where you don't have a full roster, you can see how other guys play with each other. Uh, so this is a good win. You know, it really is. I'm not going to sit here and say that all Celtics problems are fixed because there's still a ton of them, right? But you can sort of see a blueprint. The Celtics play well when the Jays get downhill. The Celtics play well when the defense is like the number one priority. Uh, so we just got to keep that rolling. That's where we're going to wrap things up today. Uh, if you haven't done so already, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Make sure to follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die. And make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Rate, review, five-star, written review. Everything helps. 
other than that, have a good day. Have a great night. This is one of the, the weird scenarios where the Celtics play very early and you get to enjoy the rest of your night after a win, which is great. So enjoy the night, Celtics fans. We will talk soon. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic.